Well, greetings, you happy little ramblers. Here we are, episode 13, which is in, in fact our last episode of season one. We're very excited about this episode, though, and also for the new season to come. We're changing things up a little bit for season two, bringing in new features and even some games to play with our guests. Anyway, we hope you enjoyed this episode and this season, because we did, and we look forward to catching up with you in season two. Anyway, let's get on with it. Welcome to A Social Ramble. Welcome, Ramblers, to a new episode of A Social Ramble. I'm Mark, and this is Dylan. Are you there, bud? I'm here. Hello. Awesome. Good to hear from you. This is a great show we have tonight. I am awesome. Happy Valentine's Day, Dylan. Oh, that's weird, but thank you very much. Happy Valentine's back to you. It's our Valentine's sir. Day show. Did you get anything from your special someone today? I did, but I really can't talk about it. Like, that's weird, know, because I got lingerie. Same thing. Weird. Oh, <laughs> weird. Okay, from Jen? No. Okay, no, carry no, on. No, that would be really weird. <laughs> All right, right, here we have a great guest tonight. Would you like to uh, introduce him? Yeah, we flipped this around, didn't we, mate? It's got we a bit sure weird did. for us. Got a bit Mixing weird. it up. Mixing it up. Well... I was um, I was in the car park of Walmart the other day and I met this nice gentleman begging for money. His name was Ben. And um, I gave him my card and uh, thought he might want to come on the show. So he's he's living with us now. He's in the other room um, on his phone. And uh, we're going to call him in now. Ben, you there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. He's here. Welcome, welcome, yeah. Ben. Thanks for coming. Well, it's well, a pleasure. Just an honor, an honor more than a pleasure to be here. <laughs> Less Thanks of a pleasure. Out of the crowd at Walmart. Okay, so Ben Ben is actually a good friend of mine from way back. Uh, he's from um, he's from parts over on the other side of the Atlantic and stuff, which we will find out about. But uh, he's not really a Walmart uh, liver. So Ben, it is so nice to see you. It's been a little while. I think it's quite funny. We're both wearing glasses now. Well, Ben, I was going to say you do look a little bit like Bubbles from Trailer Park Boys. Yeah, it's it's a look that I've been going for. Um, you really, you really fucking nailed it. Thank you very much, man. It, it, thank you. No, I thank you. Oh, uh, hopefully, producer Jane got a screenshot of that. Maybe we'll be allowed to share it. Oh, beautiful. So, <laughs> so Ben, we've brought you on here today because we have interesting people on here, and we run out. So <laughs> we thought we'd have you on because. A, Mark hasn't met you, and um, he was wondering who we we're going to have on. And what I've done is, you're both people with uh, green th green th thumbs, fingers. I forget which one take, it is. Take you know? your time, Dylan. Take your time. You're, you're both very much into landscaping, make things look pretty. But Ben, I think, goes, because um, he lives in Canada, like one beyond, and he's into all his, you know, climate resilient stuff now that's what i really want to hear about but i, I thought I you might be that. interested in all yeah this, for sure know? i want to learn about that so ben why why don't we kick off like you were living in the virgin islands i was living in the virgin islands you went up to canada you were that's a fucking change yeah it's big and we want to hear about how that all happened i know you're doing some other stuff did you just become a gardener and then you got into this or how did you get into this and what is climate resilient landscaping oh i didn't have any clue about gardening i didn't have any idea about any of that kind of stuff i mean i'm pretty sure i knew that 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you got that under the control. <clears throat> Did you learn it from Dylan's dad? He's he's pretty good. Yeah, he's pretty good. He's good with ducks too. Dylan. Ducks. He's very good. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of ducks. Well, it's seventy-two. Of ducks. Yeah, I moved to Canada in twenty uh, twenty fourteen, and then I was backwards and forwards to the UK a little bit and the BVI again, and then. Um, full time from 2016 and then i was waiting on my work permits and and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and then oh, when all that came through i ended up working in vineyards for a little bit and then we had our we have two little girls and when they came along it was um obvious that one of us had to be more available my wife is a physician so she works crazy hours i needed something that was going to fit in with our um with our lifestyle something that kept me outdoors i've never worked inside so i looked at lots of different things and there was a big need here for for landscape so i spent um, some time uh, doing a horticultural certificate and that sort of stuff and then opened a business a couple of years ago and it's just it's been going really really well and last year um i won an award and i've been uh award award and it's been going really well. So this year is the, the year I can finally start to do things that I actually want to do. I see. So you've got yourself established, you've got a bit of money coming in, and now yeah. you can put it back out there kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's great. Love it. That's, that's very, very cool. Um, I, I never would have thought you would have gone this direction, but, like, you know, I, I think it's fantastic. Like, you, you can relate, can't you, Mark? Uh, a little bit. <clears throat> I'd like to get into the landscaping later. I do have a question for you, Ben. Yes. So I'm to understand you've known Dylan for a very long time. Yeah, I was thinking. So we met in, um, it would have been uh, October unfortunate. 2001. 2001. Good yeah. Lord. 2001, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a while back, yeah. How, how did you guys actually meet? Um, oh. So um, Dylan's brother-in-law um and his sister lived in um in the virgin islands and um his brother-in-law comes from the same place that i do so when they heard i was going out to the bbi um he was like okay as soon as, as soon as you get there give me a call we'll meet up uh, you know they, i'll help you in any way you can and then the first i got there on like a tuesday or wednesday then the f- the friday um, we went out for a few drinks, and that's when I met Dylan. And I'm like, he's going to help me any way I can, and he introduces me to this fucking guy. <laughs> but, um, but then uh, we we hit it off, and then our friendship just uh, grew from there. It was it was it was good times, man. Two thousand and one. Yeah, we. Or what were you? Six fifty four. How old were you in two thousand? Yeah, fifty three, something like that. Yeah, I, it, we were old then. We were young lads let loose on the British Virgin Islands, and um, yeah, it was quite a lot of fun. Uh, it, uh, ben, wasn't it you that was it that same night we met where I decided to take you on a driving test in a storm? Well, not a driving a, test, a driving a local driving lesson. Yes, yeah, oh, yeah. very good. Very it was good. Like an advert out of um, a car commercial. A Tra- freelander advert commercial means advertisement. A commercial, yeah. For like a freelander or something like that. Freelander. <laughs> but uh, that was a fun night. Yeah, absolutely. So, so how did that go, Dylan? I want to know about this driving test. It wasn't a test. Oh, sorry, sorry. I decided in my wisdom probably about two o'clock in the morning because it was raining. That uh, that, And we may have had a beer or two. 
12, 16, something like that. But um, the laws were a little different back then. Hope no one gets in trouble. But um, yeah, I, it's, I wanted, it's been 10 years. You guys are good. I wanted Ben to know, you know, how to drive when you don't have all your wits about you because, you know, I had a little bit of experience with it. And off we set. And uh, it was like a black and white commercial for, for, for like an off-road vehicle. We were driving. There was rocks rolling off the side of the cliff. There was <laughs> there was. There's wind blowing and rain blowing sideways. That was about yeah. the same time. Is that the same time or a different time when we were going between bars and you were riding on the t- on the roof of the car, and, <laughs> and like Teen Wolf? Pulled into the bar, the bar car, and um, just in front of a policeman when his the policeman was walking by, <laughs> he didn't say a word. Nothing. No. Didn't absolutely, absolutely. Did, did you remember that time that there was this bar called the Cavern? It's like the tavern in the town, and we used to, we used to end up there quite late at night, and uh, we were there once. And uh, Tim, I won't say his last name, but Tim was trying to leave on his hands and knees. Where well, you've got to cross a road, <laughs> you got to cross a road to get the car park. Then there's not too much traffic, but we're all watching from the swings. They had these swings out there, and we're all just watching across the road and. Um, he gets to his car, he's on his knees, and he's trying to get the key in the car. The windows are down. I don't not even sure it had a roof, but he's trying to get the key in the door anyway. And this police officer comes and we're all like, Oh, here we go. Hello, hello, hello. And we don't hear what's happening because it's across the road, but all we see is the police officer help him get in the car, maybe put a seatbelt on, I have no idea, and just and the, the police officer was like pointing which way he had to turn. He just sent him on his way. And sent him on his way, and he said to him, listen, as long as you go straight home, as if that was the sensical thing about it. But, uh, yeah, that was quite That's funny. That's fantastic. That, that was a funny little misdemeanor that may have happened. Yeah, yeah. a lot of those. Le Cabron, short story, we had a friend called Bumpy, and I wondered for a lot. <laughs> I'd love to know why he's called Bumpy. I wondered for a long time, and then I found out he also left the cabin on one day, fell asleep behind someone's car. And when they left, they backed over him. Oh shit! So, was, so like a speed that? bump. I, I forget his real name. I just <laughs> oh, know. Wow, his, I, get I, it. <laughs> I just know him as Bumpy. Yeah, that's fantastic. I'm gonna sip my tea. Excuse me. Mmm, lovely. So, um, I do want to find out about this climate malarkey. Yes, let's get into that. On. So, obviously, you've told us you're a business owner. We would love to hear about not only that, but what is this climate you've come up with? (laughs) (laughs) You really have taken on my role today. Sorry, Ben. You've really taken on my role properly with just not finishing sentences and just (laughs) leaving things in midair. Hey, I learned from the best, Dylan. Uh, Yeah, yeah, you did. Carry on, Ben. I'm sorry. Go on. So basically climate resilient or or climate, perhaps climate appropriate, landscaping might be a better way to put it but it's it's where i live here in the in the okanagan in the interior of of british columbia is um we're basically semi-arid we're very close to um basically the desert which is um about an hour drive south of us there's a desert is there yeah but we so we have huge water restrictions we have um very hot summers uh, fairly warm winters, like snowy winters. Yeah. Um, but we we don't have the water to be able to 
to irrigate as as much as we would like to um, for sort of residential and commercial landscapes too. We have a massive mm-hmm. wine industry here, huge orchard industry, um, and that's taken a hell of a lot of water too. Yeah, sure, definitely. Um, the Okanagan uses an an insane amount of water compared with the rest of Canada. We just don't have we don't have the the water or the um, the irrigation to be able to sustain all these uh, massive lawns. Yeah, all the stuff that's sucking in water. Because you forget that when you live in a place where you have plentiful water and there's pipes that just come into your house, which go into pipes that go into pipes, somewhere someone has a bunch of water they're cleaning and reprocessing and stuff like that. But well, if you what, lit- I was going to say, Dylan, here we recycle our water. Is that not something you guys do there? Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, but, I don't think we do. But, but if you don't is- have it around you, you know, where'd you get it from? Well, we're a city between, I think the only, there's two cities in the world that are between two lakes. I think that's correct. So we're a city between two lakes. We have these two big lakes. One is the Okanagan Lake and then Skahar, which is to the south of the Okanagan. So we've got a lot of water, but you've got to remember that all that water has already been spoken for. All that yeah. water is spoken for by everything that's going on within those lakes. And of course, those huh. lakes are all draining south. They're all going straight down into Washington. We're right bordering Washington, basically. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's our snowpack um, is 39% down this year alone. And that's actually not just in, the, in BC. That goes all the way up. We have had the last well, certainly five or more years have been increasingly worse and worse setting records every year for um the worst wildfires that we've ever had well there's definitely yeah. a climate change happening regardless of what people want to say we're all watching with the no, wildfires months ago yeah there's no doubt about it absolutely yeah. no doubt about it and so this year coming up we're not going to have the moisture as it is yeah and then true. you know i'm going past all these uh, water rich landscapes and just thinking this is we've got to do better at this mm. So I'm going in and using uh, lawn alternatives um, and more drought tolerant grasses and also sort of um, drought tolerant uh, uh, sort of shrubs, flower beds and all that sort of stuff. So we're using up to 50 percent less water and creating environments. We're bringing in ecosystems into your yard, basically. That's great. Yeah, very good. When you're talking to me about like replacing grass or adding clover, was it to grass? Yeah. So clovers are going, we have to keep reseeding clover and clovers are legumes, part of the legume family. Uh, legumes uh, f- will fix nitrogen in your soil. Absolutely. hundred percent. Yeah. Clover is so yeah. good for that. Absolutely. Alfalfa is another good one. Yeah, totally. So I've um, going to be, I've got a few lawns to do this year. Um, I'm putting in, um, it's called bee turf. So it's full of clovers, um, some uh, fescues, which are great uh, type of grass for drought tolerance, and some some also some other different flowering plants as lawn alternatives. You can mow them, um, if and then it just comes to a dark green, lush mat. Maybe water it even in the most arid of times, maybe once or twice a month. That's great. Mm. That's impressive. I've got clients wow. that just have grass as far as the eye can see and they they spray weeds and they irrigate daily probably twice daily in the summer and yeah. it's, it's absolutely insane 
people have ro- people have robot lawnmowers here which go around yeah like all day making sure everything's absolutely perfect but you're right man well, there's this yeah thing last year we of people sort of saying um well i want grass because i want something for the kids to play on well yeah sure absolutely but the, there's so many different things the kids can play on that are green and grass like absolutely and, this and guess piece, what from, from the road it still looks green right well absolutely but what i'm trying to do is bring in um a whole ton of pollination into someone's yard to bring in insects bees butterflies um and also reduce water n- no chemical use whatsoever for that's for, great for weeds so we're you know we're really sort of bringing in ecosystems to people's yards and how incredible is that for kids to go out yeah. and play in these areas where all this incredible stuff is yeah absolutely yeah yeah it's like it, living it, it, life not just a, a a dead if you will dead ecosystem grass you know there's no ecosystem you may yeah. as well put down that you know astroturf grass stuff. yeah exactly because you're killing the soil yeah. and there's no life happening i think that's wonderful ben it's more you know if you've got a small yard or you've got like three acres or something like that if you can especially for kids we both know you know we both walk through forests and things with kids and you know the wonder and to seeing you know animals and things but to see like bees and butterflies and not to be afraid of any of them too just to just to be back in the wildlife and that's what you remember you remember that you don't remember oh do you remember that grass we played on that time (laughs) (laughs) no because you're running too fast it's right exactly Yeah. so uh ben where we live um we use plants that are pretty but there's a big push for using native plants so regionally they'll do well uh, just because they're used to the climate of where we live. Um, so you're bringing in different plants to kind of create a different ecosystem to have success on the property. In, in lawns, yes. In, in the, uh, bring, so I think that the main, most important thing is to start off at least with non-invasive. That's mm-hmm. a great thing. Yes, for sure. To, um, to native. So all the stuff that I'm going to be working with and that I like to work with is native. Mm-hmm. So you can bring that down as, as close and as tight as you want with eco regions. Um, so our eco region here um, is, <laughs> is bunch grass and um, bunch grass step. And that basically means bunch grass and step is sort of shrubs. And those shrubs here are antelope brush and big sagebrush. Okay. And they're beautiful, and the scents that you come off them are absolutely incredible. So, and there's lots of incredible wildflowers that we can bring into the landscape, you know, creating um, colors and textures and movements that mm. are bringing in everything back into the yards, and we've been beneficial for everyone and everything. But and I guess it's, it's a, it, it's kind of sorry, but it's almost kind of like you will continually now be adapting to the weather changes as time goes on too, trying to fine tune that, right. You know, trying to get it. So it's just the least it's, it's, it's there. It takes care of itself as much as possible and it uh, flourishes. Well, that's the whole idea behind this, this sort of angle of, of, of landscape as well. Um, Using a system uh, called Xeriscape, which is basically dry landscaping. These plants work together. We select the correct plants, whatever color pa- color palette you want to go with 
and then design something that's going to work uh, functionally for you and for obviously for the beauty. That's mm -hmm. great. <clears throat> uh, companion plants that they work together and bring in all this. One of the biggest things that keep cropping up in my mind is monarch butterflies. We'll have a oh, 90, be... 90% decline every year. <sighs> Because it's of, unreal. People around here kill milkweed like like there's no tomorrow. And whenever I find one on a property, I actually take it and yeah. I put it in my truck and I plant it at my house. <laughs> yeah, perfect. What's so important? And it's so important on so many levels. But I think after having my girls, I wanted to make sure, I don't know, it's just, it was important for me to be doing something that was right. It's amazing as finally. one human that we can do that. Yeah, finally do something that's right with my life. Towards the end, towards <laughs> yeah. the end, let me oh, do Jesus. something right. And, and Ben, cue, cue, cue the sad music, Ben. It was <laughs> yeah. A great interview. yeah, exactly. But it is, I think it is a parent's, um, I think we have um, a need to, I, it's a shame more people can't break from tradition, which is all it is. So many people, you can go to Home Depot, you can go to Lowe's and you can buy the turf, you can buy, it's so easy and it's known and you know what it is. So why would people do something the, else? The problem is it's mostly the almighty dollar. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. It's run yeah, by the very, dollar. And we need, <clears throat> we need more people like yourself. Absolutely. Ben, I'd like to learn a lot more about this system you're using. How would I find that? Do you, do you have somewhere I can go and learn about that? Yeah, I have, um, is it, there's a, there's an there's lots of incredible resources, but one that I frequently use for our region is the Okanagan Xeriscape Association. How do you spell Xeriscape? Uh, with an X. Okay, I got you. Yeah. Like Xerox, yeah. Got you, so got you. So cool. is the Latin for dry. Very nice. cool. Good to know. And huh? on there, they have an incredible database, which has been, up, it's been um, updated regularly on uh, non it's a big thing non-invasives and and um you know plants that are suitable for our environment you might you know we might buy a plant from down at home depot that is native but was grown over in oregon somewhere right and then we bring it back here well it's not native here it probably mm -hmm. wasn't over there it's native by name only exactly and how these cultivars change and keep changing adapting and changing you really have to source locally locally yeah and there are so many awesome little nurseries popping up now that uh, are native nurseries and it's fantastic it's incredible that's and so nice it is awesome yeah well the thing that's great about that is if you go from place to place to place you see different landscape why would you want to see the exact same thing everywhere mm -hmm. you go you know the native thing not only is healthy for the environment and healthy for your land it's unique to your area. It's very cool. It's how it's supposed to be. Kind it's of how it's as supposed well. to be. We're it's just kind of adapting it a little bit. We need, we need to let go of the reins a little bit, <clears throat> take less control of the environments around us and let it kind of do its thing, but give it a chance right to come back. For sure. Now, now that is all beautiful stuff. And we're all very proud of you, Ben. Now, can I, can I jump back a bit? Um, when I met you, you were a scuba diver. Uh, were you an instructor 
Oh, are you are we just like one yeah, of those? I remember I was an instructor. I, yeah, I did that's your, right. That's right. I did your uh, I did your deep dive and your night dive <laughs> qualification. Oh, uh, that's what they call dive. it now, huh, Dylan? Yes, <laughs> deep dive and night dive. Good to yeah. know. <laughs> <laughs> Let me. Uh, I was doing my I don't know rescue or something um, uh, yeah. dive certificate and. Um, I was up at Ben's house. Ben had one of those houses, which which they rented and they shared. And I, I think I lived there most of the time too. Um, it was such a beautiful house. It was overlooking Cane Garden Bay, which is one of the most beautiful bays when it's empty. And uh, we were sitting there and we were talking about diving and we were pretty inebriated because the sun had gone down. I'm sensing a happens. theme here with you and Ben, Dylan. When the sun goes down, that's, yeah, that's what you do. So... Um, I can't remember how we got to it, but I was saying to him, I've only got to do this one more thing. And he's like, what is it? He said, go do my night dive. Now, a night dive is where you go out maybe on a boat and you dive down at night and you use proper, you know, precautions and flashlights and stuff. And then you show the instructor, then you come up. So we decide we're going to go do a night dive. Um, I would say the swell was probably like a few feet because I remember just trying to... We decided to go in from the beach mark, okay? Yes. F- full full gear on, you know. <laughs> um, I'm pretty just sure outside, we... Just outside Maya. It's just outside the uh, the bar. The local bar, oh. yeah. And uh, I'm sure the uh, flipper prints from the beach to the, to the water were very straight. <laughs> oh, and, yeah. Uh, so I think we're in there for a good five minutes or so. I think we got down to an almighty depth of four or five feet where... I gave Ben a couple of hand signals in the sand and the and the swell, you know, because you could still we could stand up, I think, pretty much basically, and we did everything. Well, but just uh, to remind you here, Dylan, this was all to the the correct levels for your qualification. Absolutely, <laughs> we we got everything done, and I do believe I did go and do a night dive with the with the real petty instructors as well, but. I just remember us ending up taking off our flotation devices, putting our legs through it, wearing them like diapers, inflating them, and then just bobbing around past the local <laughs> past the local bar where people thought there was dolphins and manatees in the bay. That's right. <laughs> and then we got a couple of drinks, did the same that we then we ended up just going down there and doing that, taking I our BCs down. And yeah, just floating around. Drinking rum. Great, great story. I'm glad no one was hurt. That could have ended tragically. So what yeah. I wanted to, Ben actually had been diving um, well before that. And um, I think what I'm trying to get to, Ben, is there's a story. Mm-hmm. Now, it's up, to, it's up to you if you want to tell it. But there's a story from your earlier days, um, something to do with a dry suit. Now, no one's going <laughs> to... No one's going to shame you if you do not want to tell a story. But Dil- if you do, Dylan, Dylan, for our listeners, can you explain what a dry suit is, please? Well, Ben can explain all of that if he wants. If to. he even tells the story. Oh yeah, happy to. Good memories. Yeah. I um, <laughs> this was back in. Oh, this is so. I would have been late teens, maybe early twenties, and um, I was doing some diving back in back at home in the UK I was <laughs> I was leading some dive and I was a dry suit so a dry suit is exactly what it says so it's a, a diving suit that keeps you dry 
Um, and if um, one thing to remember, of course, when we take any sort of body of air underwater, it has pressure around it and it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. So it, we call that a squeeze when the air gets smaller. And for example, my dry suit has air in it. So when I go underwater, it gets tighter and squeezes around me. So you can feel, you can, you know, you can feel that quite well. Like you're being hugged. Like you're being hugged and, you know, and it'll, it'll tighten around your body. And as it did that, oh, it's going around the, on the dive and I had, um, I think three or four people behind me and I was going around and around and around. And every time that I moved, kicked my legs up and down, the suits pulled, you know, and released and pulled and released up, up and down my leg. So what happened was the squeeze had come and squeezed around my nether region area. <laughs> okay. So every time I kicked, I was basically jerking myself off. <laughs> so I had these three or four people behind me and I kept getting faster and faster and faster and faster around them. I lost all the divers. <laughs> I've got to say, it was one of the happiest dives I've ever had. <laughs> that was a good one. I do love that story, mate. Thank you very much for sharing that with us all. That's, that's absolutely wonderful. Go I, I hope like we should all go diving sometime. This sounds fun. Yeah. Was yeah, it your dry suit? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Just <laughs> At least as well. it was yours. <laughs> You'd hate to hand that back in. Oh, you Maybe might want to turn it inside turn that out. In. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <clears throat> swiftly, swiftly moving on. Um, you know, I was else? thinking about talking to you. Um, oh, oh, here we go. And. Um, I'm not sure if it's politically correct naming for it, but we used to do something that we used to do. Do you remember the Chinese fight fire drills? I do. Uh, I do. Um, you want to set Dylan. the stage for the road? What? We're going to get some emails. We might get some emails. Um, okay. What can and, we say for that? Let's call it the Asian fire drill. Let's call it fire drills. Let's call perfect, them fire perfect, drills. Perfect. We, we apologize. Universal. We went... We were just noting what we used to call them, we but we have proactively decided to call them um, active fire drills. Perfect. Active Perfect. Drills. Absolutely. Fucking Freelander. So um, this road, if you worked in town, you had to go all the way up this hill, windy road, and all the way back down into Cane Garden Bay Road. Very much Caribbean or Caribbean-styled roads, right? So, yeah, Ben, what did we do? What did we do? I have well, my dad. you're using your dad's uh, work truck. Now, this is where we're going to get in trouble, Ben, you see. <laughs> this is the shit that's going to get me into trouble. Hey, Dylan's dad, you hear that? Yeah. Shh. I think Go Dylan's on. dad knew everything before we ever did it. That's because he knew everyone on the island, yeah. <laughs> that, just reminded me of another, that just reminded me of another story. One at a time. <laughs> um, yeah, we'd be driving. It was nighttime. And um, we'd be driving back over to Cane Garden after the bar and we'd have a, a bunch of people in the back of this um, work van, you know, work truck. So picture one of those old rickety, like, I don't even know what make it was, like a Zuzu or something. Yeah, it was one of those really, you know, the really small cab, cheap ones. And, and just Ben, when he says we had guys in the back, you always pick up hitchhikers. It's just what's done. It's how people really? get around. It's the common, yeah, commonplace. You yeah. stop, they jump in the back, they hit the 
roof when they're ready, ready to jump off. Really? That's yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So we're driving along, and well, Dylan's driving, and I'm in the passenger seat in this little single cab, like work pickup truck for. And he says to me, "Hey, uh, just move over here a little bit closer to me." I'm like, "What?" He goes, "Yeah, just move over a little bit closer. Grab the wheel." So I, I grab the wheel, and he goes, "Put your foot on the accelerator." Just <laughs> driving. I'm like, "What?" Yeah, yeah, this would be funny. And that's a hell of a stretch. Then he disappeared out of the driver's side window. Oh my god! And then he and he walked out around the side of the truck into the truck bed. And he was like, um, "Hey, everybody!" To all the hitchhikers in the back, and just basically kind of walked past them. And I took over driving. And then he came back in through the passenger side window. <laughs> and then he slid across and took driving over as I went out the driver's side window. <laughs> Good <laughs> lord! Through the back of the truck. Hey guys, how's it going? And then back, <laughs> and we just were going round and round. And round. <laughs> I have no like. I don't know how. I, I would have jumped out of the back at that point. Yeah, uh, ramblers. We, we didn't lose speed. We it was it was amazing. No. Listen, ramblers, we do not condone. Do not try this at home. We we were not professionals at the time. It was In all very silly purposes only, but very funny. Great story. So, yeah. uh, uh, Ben, in your notes, I saw that you like to ski in the winter and you like to kayak in the summer. Um, yeah, I've got down. a river literally out front of my house. I can throw a rock into the river. Beautiful. If you're ever in town, you should come by. We'll go kayaking. I'd love to, man. I picked up a couple of kayaks um, at the end, towards the end of last summer, and uh, yeah, it's just get, being out on the water again is the best thing. It's 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 like uh, therapeutic. It's unreal. Yeah. Yeah, totally. I miss the water. That's one of the biggest things that I miss about um, living on islands. I lived on small islands my whole life until I moved here when I was 36 or 38 or something. I could tell by your your, uh, tan that you are not around water very often. What do you mean? (laughs) (laughs) No, but Ben used to be out on a boat nearly every day and... um, the Willie T. We worked together at the Willie T. Mark. Oh, I've and, heard um, stories that place. Yeah, yeah. Go. there's some serious stories. I'm still waiting for one. my invite down there, Dylan. Well, uh, me too, man. I am. <laughs> I haven't been hey, back I'll there. I'll hit up Mike. A, Don't worry, I'll hit up Mike. I haven't been back there since 2017, man. It sucks, but um, you probably legally can't return yet, can you? Of course, I can. Yeah, yeah. No, I thought it was five years. Never mind. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> So, Ben, were you recalling a story just then, a few minutes yeah, ago? Yeah, I was. I was thinking about um, the night we picked up a curry and uh, when in, the old, um, in your old samurai jeep. The little that samurai was, jeep. You had a samurai? I had a samurai. It was a gr- Ben, that was a great car. That was, was a, it a tin, gr- tin top or was it a soft top? It was a tin top. Yeah, that one was. Yeah. And it oh, had big, man. I've it had some serious one. tires on it. Some yeah, yeah. Proper tires but on those it. Those things are a beast. S- but Ben killed it. Go on, tell him, Ben. I don't, I'm still not sure <laughs> if it was me that killed it. Your wait, anyway. wait, wait, wait. How many years? Oh, 20. No, oh, you're yeah. good. It's, it's beyond 10 years. We're good. Yeah. Well, all I remember, we were in town, and at some point, Ben said, can I drive? And I'm like, of course you can. And then we got to the top of the hill. What happened then, Ben? Didn't you say, oh, the lights just came on, the lights went off? Yeah, no, the lights went off. Like headlights or dash lights? Yeah, 
headlights. Oh, all the, oh, shit. All all the, the lights. All, all the lights flickered on and off. I'm like, huh. oh, no, oh, no. So we pulled over. And then all of a sudden, the fuse box down by my knees was sparking and Oh, and my smoking. God. Yeah, and then so there were flames. Back in those days, of course, we might have had a beer or two in the vehicle. And that's a roadie, yeah. We had to throw Allegedly. over the flames. So I was flo- throwing my Heineken all over the flames wasn't enough. Yeah, so I finished mine. Back. We got the curry out the back of the of the Jeep. And, we saved the curry, yeah. And Dylan's work bag. And all of a sudden, like that Jeep just caught on fire. Like you wouldn't believe how quickly it was. And um, it started... Uh, it started moving. It started going off down the hill by itself. Oh, shit. <laughs> now, this, this, this is a hill, Mark, where if you imagine a road sloping downwards, now the houses are down the hill from the road so that if you drove off to the left, you'd be in someone's roof. Oh, my God. So this is rolling to a turn off to the right. So if it keeps <laughs> going straight, it's going into someone's house. It's a fireball rolling into someone's house. And um, We just kept saying to each other, did we pull the handbrake? Did we pull the emergency handbrake on? Which I don't know. And it's going creak, 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 creak. Things exploding, and it kept moving, but it didn't. Did it? It didn't kill anybody. Yeah, it's lucky. Because do you remember the house that it was aiming for? Do you remember that you were working? You were working for um, your dad's uh, company, Scafco, then, and you'd been doing the hurricane shutters on that house. That's right. That that's right. Yeah, yeah. As I've been the, down as there. The camera that was in fully engulfed in flames was speeding to this day i don't know if it was the paper clip we used as a fuse or if it was just your your bad driving yeah probably just my bad driving like we'll I, never know we'll yeah. never know yeah moral of the story don't waste the heineken because it's going to catch on fire anyway yeah mm. that, yeah yes, that is yeah. a good moral. that's true or just maintain your vehicles properly that tends to work. Do you remember logistics? A, logistics. Do, ben, there's a story. Um, um, we were we were walking along one of the ridge roads. Do you remember the donkey? Um, I don't remember all the details. We weren't walking along. Do you know why you were on the ridge? Oh, what here happened? we go. <clears throat> Hold on, let me get comfortable. Get comfortable. What happened was this was I just got this new job on. Um, a big yacht called Lone Star, which is a, this big catamaran. And it was um, shortly before my first charter. And we were going to go out and um, take these people out on a week-long charter. And this boat was um, Easter charter for, this was 20 years ago, but it was chartered per week between 36 and 45,000 a week. Crikey. So I was so excited for this um this new stage, man, this new part of my life. Anyway, this was just before we, um, we went to a friend's place to play poker. Um, that was, um, Is that Jim's <laughs> place. Jim's place. Are you talking about the, um, I'm talk- carry on. Yeah. yeah. Go on. So our friend, Paul, who's a amazingly wonderful guy, Paul Hubbard, he was out there and he had this old um, Jeep with uh, no roof and it didn't have any doors either. It just had um, ropes for, 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 for doors with little carabiners on the end so he could clip them on. <laughs> Safety first, I and see. It was like, 
Safety yeah. first, man. Always safety first. And we were having a good old night. Beers were flowing. Um, might I add, obviously not Paul. Paul wasn't drinking, of course. Because no, of course not. Of course not. And it was it was it had been raining, and we around midnight. It was time to go. You know, I was working the next day on the boat, and I was very excited. We drive off in the jeep, and you know these Caribbean islands are very, very steep, shitty roads. And um, Paul couldn't quite make it up one of the, it'd been raining, it was very slippy, couldn't quite make it up the hill. So we reversed back down so he could have another run at it. And as he did, his back um, tire went off the side of the cliff. And the Jeep started to roll off the cliff. Now, Dylan, I remember it's clear as day, it was nighttime, but I remember it, it's clear as day. Dylan just stepped out of the Jeep because he was in the front seat and he didn't have his rope tied on. And the rest <laughs> of us, which was me and Paul, just started rolling oh down my the God. cliff. It was the most scary thing because there's no roof. It was just a roll bar. I was holding on to the roll bar as my head got dragged along going and down the embankment. Your seat, wasn't it just a plank of wood across the back? That's right. It was a wooden box. It, I, no, thing. but Mark, it wasn't even attached. So I think Ben, he came to my house after all this and he stayed with me for a little bit, I think. Or or you still lived with us or something. But I remember you saying you would you were just holding on to that bit of wood even when it wasn't still in the car. Yeah. And can I just say, Mark, from my perspective, what happened was we were trying to get up the hill. He was backing up. So I was saying to Paul, Paul, if you're going to fuck around, I'll just get out and walk. And I stepped out. I didn't I didn't instantly know whether the car was gone until I turned around to talk so to him. So you were literally the counterbalance that could have saved their lives. And yes. you, you jumped out. You. <laughs> we talked about this a lot. You were going over anyway. But from my perspective, I turned around and there was no car there anymore. And I was like. A split second of like, I'm a little confused like, here. What the I'm hell? Pretty sure I was out. I was out. I was out with yeah. my friends. Is there a, a glitch in the matrix? <laughs> and then I heard it just tumbling down the hill. Wow, yeah. that was. And Paul then yeah, got, Paul got thrown out quite a ways, and he was out. Con he was unconscious somewhere. I got thrown out. I don't think I was unconscious, but anyway. So now Dylan is up there, and he's hey, hey guys, shouting are you for okay? Us. Hey guys. Yeah, yeah exactly. No, no, yeah. He's like, man, I'm like, yeah. Paul, you know, and Paul didn't answer because he was out cold and eventually he woke up. Now Dylan is like, what do I do? What do I do? What do I do? <laughs> okay, I need to get them up. How do I get them up? Okay, uh, it's super steep, so we need rope. Rope, uh, rope's what we need. So he ran off. Uh, he found the next house. That's right. I think you got them to call the for the ambulance or whatever. Yeah. And then he ran off trying to find rope, and he found some rope tied to a gate. Unfortunately, on the other end of the of that piece of rope was a donkey. <laughs> so Dylan tried to get the rope off the donkey in the gate, but the donkey wasn't having it. So the donkey got upset and started running. And then the donkey ripped the gate oh, off my goodness. The, <laughs> the hinges. So now the donkey is running down the hill with a gate. But Dylan is he's put he's getting this rope, so he's on the gate as as they <laughs> surf down the hill. <laughs> now if you guys could just I grab the gate and you, and you lure the donkey back up with a carrot it would be perfect yeah because yeah, because we had a carrot why didn't we have a carrot it wasn't funny at the time no no that's scary as shit was... but now that's hilarious 
Yeah. One of then- one of the, one of the funny, not so funny thing was when the ambulance was there and we got them up, and they had them on those beds where, they, where I think they strapped Gurney. you in, and then they laid. And then they put them down, well, one of you, in a fire ant's nest. There's <laughs> me. <laughs> he was cov- I'm like, I'm like, you've got to move him. We can't move him in case his neck has like, you're not listening to me. There's a fire ant's nest. They're all over me. They're all over. They're this all over. This seriously him. needs to be like, either a sake. book, short story, or an episode on something. That was it's impressive. Yeah, this is an epic thing. story, guys. <laughs> so and then after all that we got taken to the hospital and i'm it was a it was like the 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 driver was a training driver and he was he was right like every bump he could hit he hit <laughs> now we're going up the hill again i'm thinking we're gonna you know now i'm worried we're gonna fall off we got to the hospital and then um it was abby we were living with abby she came down picked us up yeah drove us back home and then that was the end of my uh, summer job on the oh, oh, because I was broken ribs. I couldn't go out on the charter. I joined the boat eventually in in um, Martinique, where I did a. a... M- Mark, the next day, he was like a mannequin from a from I'm a store. I'm sure he got thrown down all, a mountain like a every ragdoll. muscle, every mus every muscle had seized up that you couldn't move him, or he was like no 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 no. So yeah, had to, had to feed you and everything. Ants. Talking about fire ants' nests, I don't know if you remember this, Dylan. You probably will, but we went to a Shaggy concert, and uh, <laughs> this is my first year. And I was I was a dive instructor then, so I was taking out people on the boat every day. Hang on, hang. On. Who went to a Shaggy concert? Did you not come with me? It wasn't me. Oh, was like, oh sorry. I wanted to do that. That was good. Was it? Was it on Yoast? No, it was no. wasn't. It was in the um, the A.O. Shirley grounds. No, oh, maybe it did. Oh anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Go on. Back in those days, I didn't have a car or anything, so I had to hitch everywhere. And I was diving the next morning. Had to be at work at seven. Get the boat ready. Pick have the people at eight, and off we'd go and do these incredible dives. So Dylan and I were there having a good old time. I don't. We might have had a beer or two, and <laughs> maybe um, probably. And I managed to get a ride home. Well, maybe it was even you that took me home. I don't know. But what happened was, was I passed out in the driveway of our house on a fire ant's nest. <laughs> and then the next day I wake up as the sun's coming up around about, I don't know, five-ish as the sun would come up there. And I have to hitch to work again. And I didn't realize it because I'd been laying in a fire ant's nest all night. The whole side of my face was just swollen up. <laughs> and I was stinking a rum. And I get to take these people diving. They must have looked at me and like, who the hell is this? I don't remember if it was a good day or not. Probably wasn't a good day. But... Surprise the mask. Yeah, but for it. them, for them, yeah. for them, it's probably like a great experience having this like rum. Having a rum so you remember oh, sloth morning, from the everybody. movie Goonies? I'm envisioning yeah, you with a is. with a mask on, taking a a class <laughs> out to go scuba diving. Uh, that was very good. So Ben, what? Tell us a little bit about like because um, you'd left the Virgin Islands before Hur- Hurricane Irma, right? Yeah, that's right. Isn't I, it? Yeah, I'd left um, in 2014. 2014. That's right. 2015. Um, mm-hmm. just- work before or 2016 actually yeah so that's 
Because you had a bit of a thing for Canadians, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. A bit of a thing for Canadians. Ended up like with I've... a good... Yes, yes, you did. Yeah. I, I did. I ended up with a good American too, so. Oh, I see. So... And Indian there he sense. is, right down there. There he is. Look at him. He's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm surprised. Oh, I'm, whoa, I'm surprised producer Jen hasn't, uh, hasn't popped in yet. But, um, oh, oh, yeah. There we go. Oh, moving on, moving on. Um, so yeah, um, you did a what? What did you do in between? So I sounds like you fucking BBI. Good, Dylan. Well, it's an interesting like thing he was oh, doing for sorry, a little while. Never mind. I apologize. Why don't you shut the fuck up and let him carry on with what he's doing? <laughs> I left the BVI and I went and um, became a helicopter. Oh shit! ticket and. Um, and yeah, it was awesome. It was an amazing time. And then, um, of course, I didn't have a work per permit or anything because I was still waiting on immigration stuff. So um, it got to the stage where I had to, well, basically leave Canada and go back to the UK and wait for paperwork and stuff to come through. So after my training, mm -hmm. I went back to back home to the to the UK, and then I commercially crab and lobster fished for um well a season um which was fun and um then i came back to canada and uh went to look for work flying but when i i put everything together and 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 what kind of life i actually wanted and um the thing with flying is i would have been up in the north of the country for weeks on end never at home and uh, that's something I didn't really want to want to do eventually. But I... you don't need to make any excuses no, for that. that we just awful. love the yeah. fact that our mate can fly a helicopter, and that's yeah. all we care about. It's brilliant, man. I officially know <laughs> yeah, a helicopter so pilot and a dive uh, a, di a dive thingy, Majig. Well, now, after that wetsuit or dry dry suit story, I may not go. I'm not sure it's so much of a dry suit anymore, to be honest. <laughs> Sticky suit, maybe. Well, he might have to come back and uh, and explain a few of the things. Absolutely. Do you, do you want to know anything about us, Ben? You know, we don't really catch up much. You know, we've got an electric car here now. We he can't even plug it in. <laughs> go, we can go, plug go it ahead, in now. Tell the story. Because we spent some more money so we could plug he it in. No, electric, it's, it's good. They it's bought good. an electric car and didn't yeah, have the means nice, at their man. house to plug it in. Well, we could plug it in. We plugged it in on a way. No, Ben, we plugged it in on a Wednesday and it said we could go for a little drive on Friday. And we were like, oh, all right, then we might have to rectify, we might have to rectify the charging capability of this vehicle. That doesn't sound, that doesn't sound, you're normally pretty, pretty savvy of all that kind of stuff. Now you're older, I suppose you, and the you know, dementia's setting in. <laughs> something that's. I keep forgetting who that. I'm talking to. No, um, we've got it got? all sorted. We've got it all sorted. We got one of them Subaru, what's. Subaru's only electric all-wheel drive SUV. It's pretty cool, actually. Nice. Mm. Yeah, it does a bit. Of, does a bit of driving itself too. You'd like that, right? That'd be that's probably a good thing after these stories <laughs> we've been talking about. <laughs> well, obviously, none of that happens anymore. But uh, well, Ben, what? look. What? look oh, sorry to sorry to just jump in there, Dylan. No, love it, love it. I was going to ask Mark about. I know that you're landscaping. I wondered what sort of stuff um, you 
the, so the company I work for, we don't actually do so much of landscaping. It's called that, but we focus more on uh, hardscapes. We do patios, walkways, anything you could think of, you know, big pavilions, uh, indoor, uh, outdoor kitchens and TVs and grills and anything you could think of. Um, so, so like the anti whatever Ben's pretty, trying to do. Pretty, pretty much, you know, like I said. No, 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 no. So what I'm doing at the moment, this winter, I've been doing all my landscape design um, certifications. So that's the way Ooh. I'm moving forward to. And yeah, hardscape, hardscape is a, is a, yeah, well, is a, a lot of the products of. we use and the methods we use actually came up from where you are right now in Canada because in Maryland, we do have a freeze thaw. So it's very difficult to put something permanent in the Maryland ground because we have that freeze thaw heave. Um, Mm-hmm. So we've started to use a lot of the practices you guys are using up there, actually, and it's really, really working mm-hmm. down here. Oh, that's awesome. Good. Moving forwards, adapting and uh, overcoming. Covering the world with concrete yeah. instead of plants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> as long as it has form and function, everything, every, yeah, everything needs form and function. Yeah. Yeah. If it has a purpose. If it's not just there to for some rich guy right to look at, like, you know, a square acre of concrete. I'll tell you what. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm going to start planting oh, clover yeah. on every job I go to. Yeah, I just, just won't tell it. them. I'll just throw Clover's a handful out the yard. <laughs> <laughs> Can yeah, you drop, exactly. a, I'll be like drop a, a couple uh, of weed seeds in I'll there too? I'll be like an anarchist uh, clover thrower, and I'll do it in every property. Yeah, you'd be like, um, I forget the character's name in, in uh, uh, Shawshank Redemption. Every time you go out, you just shake your pocket yeah. a little bit. A little bit of clumps of dirt, exactly. Yeah. Isn't that escape? Isn't that escape from Alcatraz? It's, it's uh, kind of based on that movie. Yeah. Hey, hey, look, guys. Um, I we've probably taken enough Ben's time, and um, it's been uh, it's been it's been awesome well, catching up with you, mate. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to do. I this definitely again had more a great often. time. I love learning about uh, Dylan because you know he's such a mysterious guy. Uh, ben, thank you for your time. <laughs> I learned a lot actually tonight. It's a great episode. Oh, thank you very much. Yeah, it, it's been awesome. It's been really nice to to chat with you guys and and get passionate about the stuff that's important. It gives me a was, fire up my ass too. It seems to be a way we're going. We're finding a lot of passionate people about stuff. We started off as a a bit of a ragtag uh, show, but we're uh, we seem to be getting some cool people on. Obviously, we made an exception and we had you on this week, but um, <laughs> we definitely got some good ones lined up. Informative yeah, oh, that's stuff. Great, man. I'm glad. I, I I like to be the you know the exception rather than the rule. So, okay, Ben, thank do. you so You're much for your precious dog. time. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Absolute pleasure. Okay, Ben. Uh, we'll catch you next time, mate. Cheers. What do you think? What a great it? show. I thought hey? he was going to be an asshole like yeah. you, but he turned out to be actually pretty cool. Uh, you said to me and then just the other day, didn't you? You were just like, if he's anything like you, mate. I'm not yeah, sure. Yeah, I was scared on the and, show, you know, but. Uh, he, he, Two he's, of you is too many. He's, yeah, he's much nicer than I am. He always has been. He's, well, why uh, didn't I meet him he's a good fella. Maybe me and Ben can start no. a podcast. You can be pen pals or something. I live like within 30 minutes oh. of you. It's a bit different when we're up in BC. But um, we got a theme in this show and we're all about like, we sit back and we we praise these people for for. For doing fantastic I, I always say we want to hear everyone's in... story and so far we found a lot of passion in the stories we've heard a lot of creative For people sure. and a lot of people who just want who just want to help out which is very very cool and uh 
Uh, yeah, hopefully you learned a little bit more about the funny thing about the donkey story. I thought it was two separate stories, but it's so funny when he talks to an old friend and it brings it all back and then it's in your mind and you're like, Jesus, that was ridiculous. <laughs> we heard some good ones. Well, mate, it's been a great episode. You had a great guest tonight. It was fun uh, switching things up for once. Yeah, man, we should do this more often. We should just switch things up. And I'll tell you what, I want to do a show just with you. Soon, we should. Right? It might be boring, but people will have to listen to so family and friends and stuff like there that. There you go. Sounds like yeah. a good, it sounds like a date, Dylan. Oh, you you got to make it weird. I do. You? All right, I'm going now, man. Have a good night. See you next week. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. You've been listening to A Social Ramble. Join us next time 